Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, fuckers. Don't forget to check out Don't Blame Them on Wednesday on Patreon, as well as our Cut for Time clip on Friday on Patreon as well. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, my guest is Natasha Chandel. Oh, I did it right. Yeah. Did I practice? I mean, I did practice <laughs> uh, from the Kind of Dating podcast. Thank you for having oh me. Oh, my God. Thanks for being here. I just listened uh, to you with our good friend Shireen. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. That was a deep episode. Yeah. That, that got fucking real. No, and I, I love it. Also, I just love, I mean, you guys all have great voices, but like Shireen's voice, because I know when you listen to someone you know talk on a podcast, I can just like picture her face and I also picture her, like her uncomfortable face, mm-hmm. which is yeah, our favorite I try voice. to make her uncomfortable. Oh. As all the time yeah, yeah yeah that's a yeah it's a it's a great fit we actually have a video of that one like oh we my god it. So i need to watch yeah it's very it's the, she gets into it she does and she just has her her voice is so expressive and it matches how expressive her <laughs> face is yeah and so there's just a lot of like 
<laughs> and I love it. And I love it's it. And so I was just, true. yeah, it was a good time. I was like, la- I was laughing and enjoying it. And then, you know, obviously not the parts that were yeah, fun, yeah, like yeah. the parts that were funny. I was listening to yours. It's so awesome. Oh, I was well, like, thanks. oh man, I get to be on the show. I was like, okay. <laughs> get excited to hopefully help people with their lives. Yes. And, but even if we fuck it up, that's okay. Because they, they can't, can't blame us yeah, yeah it's not our fucking people fault. people yeah don't blame anyone else i mean i blame lots of people for lots of things but this time we're taking we're not taking accountability oh no maybe this is just aligned with my life then oh, it's fine <laughs> um well if you guys are new here and you uh have an issue and you want to call into the podcast you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 and international callers you can send us a voice memo at meganpodcast at gmail.com and fyi i just need to clarify because a lot of people are confused about voice memos and i will say some of you who are confused have been dming me okay you guys kind of really have no excuse because you're australian so it's not like there's a language barrier here at all voice memo on your phone android it can be an iphone anything like that go to a voice recording app and you just record your voice then you email it to us. And if you're yeah. going to send it, like you think you're just going to do it via Instagram and it's more than like one like quick little sec, like if it's not like a yes or no question and it has lots of paragraphs, call I'm, in. Yeah, I'm not going to read that. I'm, I'm not going to read it either. It's a lot of words. Also, I'm not good at scrolling and remembering where yeah. I'm at because there's no little like markers. Totally. Yeah. So like I'm, I can't follow. So yeah. call us. Hi, Megan. I'm going to try to keep this short, but it's just a lot of shit right now. Basically, I'm in Washington. I am almost 27, and I am a teacher. And so I just found out, well, I didn't just find out, but a few months ago, I found out that I um, was laid off from my position, and it's effective the next school year. So I'm finishing out this school year, and my paycheck, as well as my insurance, will carry me through to the end of August. Um, But after that, I have a couple of options. I'm looking for jobs and looking for, you know, a decent paycheck and to hopefully keep some kind of insurance. But I might um, have to substitute teach, which means I don't have insurance. And um, I may potentially have to move back in with my parents, um, which is an option because my parents are great and supportive and they will help me out however I need to. And I know I'm lucky for that. Um, But it's really scary and it's really stressful um, because I would like to stay on my own and I would like to support myself and um, really the only thing that's kind of helping me through this entire thing is the fact that I'm going to be starting my master's degree in September and I'm kind of switching career paths so being laid off it was not the worst thing in the world it's just kind of really stressful and really shitty and I'm sitting in kind of a lot of shame for potentially having to deal with all of this and if I have to move back in with my parents like I will feel really shitty and um it's really scary and um just I don't know but (laughs) I mean there's options and I'm currently you know applying for jobs and trying to figure it out and trying to get my shit together but um I can't shake the feeling of you know, worst case scenario, I might have to move back home for a couple of years. And I know that it's temporary and I know that I'm lucky and I know all of these things and it's societal pressure of what success means. And, you know, it's really shitty that, you know, it costs so much to live on your own, but I can't shake the fact that it feels really shitty and I don't really know what to do. And the fact that I might be without insurance, you know, um, and I have, you know, birth control and pre- prescriptions to pay for, and I don't know how that works without insurance. And 
if things are going to be super expensive and like, uh, I just, I can't even begin to list off all of the things that I'm stressed out about. And, um, just, if you have any words of advice or comfort or anything, I would really appreciate it. Um, I know that it's really just going to take time to figure it out, but I, it's really, really hard and I'm really anxious. That's our three minute cut off. She got the three minute cut off. Yep. Oh, that's a yeah, that's a tough situation. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think you're doing a very good job of therapizing yourself in the call. Um, but I mean, I think it's. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that it doesn't suck because it does. And uh, I personally love to be validated, as my therapist says. She's like 100%. you just live for it. I was like, no, I live for validation. That's just all I want. <laughs> is I want someone to be like, I see you and I see how you feel, and I don't need to make you feel better. But like. Totally. You're, you're you're good in feeling that I'm it's like, also okay. annoying just when somebody doesn't tell you like if you're oh, like yeah. oh uh, you had a shitty day and somebody's like no you didn't like no I fucking did yeah. like and it's okay to say mm-hmm. yeah. yes some things happen that are shitty yeah and it's not gonna be shitty forever I think um like you said like you're you you do want to take a pivot in your career um and this is probably as much as like no one wants this kind of happen it did happen at like a time that um, is j- just it's going to work better with your life and also I think you are lucky and you are right that you you're aware of how lucky you are that you're in a situation that you do have parents to fall back on and all of that stuff I think when it comes to um, like the pride with it and like f- that you are correct in like the media's idea of like what success is and I wouldn't even just say the media but it's also like what your friends talk about and what you see from your peers um I don't have a stable job at all. Like when you're an actor, like I constantly am having insurance and then not having insurance and having to pay for my own insurance Mm -hmm. and do all of those other different things that like there isn't a steady. So I understand that when you compare it to people who have seemingly had a very steady life. But then the more I even talk to my friends who have normal corporate jobs, like, no, fuck, I got fired. Like I like have been crashing on my parents' couch, but I, no one advertises that kind of stuff. Of course, nobody's, yeah. Which That's I'm, not the Instagram story no, that people are which posting. I'm sure you're not even doing that either. So I would try and as much as like, I hate being like, well, whatever journey you're on, like it's going to happen. Like everyone goes through shit. I think like my, my opinion in the situation is I think the most important thing to, for you to invest your money in, um, it would be health insurance. I think you, that like you're talking about, like you have prescriptions, you have birth control, like also same have to have yeah. health insurance because uh, yeah. my prescriptions are insanely expensive without it. But if she's going to be a student, she can get insurance yeah, through but school. The in, in the in between. Yeah. And it's she'll she her her um, insurance stops in August. She starts school in September. Oh, and also yeah. um, if you have like breaks in employment, then you can get Cobra as well. Which yeah. is mm-hmm. insurance yeah. Thing. yeah. So the Cobra is fucking expensive sometimes. Yeah. But. I would just, you know, I would say to her, I'm like, girl, you're 27. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit happened. That's a, this is the time. I'm like, you're not 50 with two kids or three kids. And, yeah. you know, I'm like this. It, unfortunately, we're sort of that generation that got, you know, post-recession <laughs> life where mm-hmm. everything is unstable. But if it makes her feel better, I was... 30, 31. I was at MTV for four years. I was like the one person who knew like everybody's job. So I was like, I'm always going to be here. Mm -hmm. I got laid off. And I remember that whole feeling of like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I suck. Was it me? 
what's everybody going to think of me? And there's always that like weird shift. Mm -hmm. And I remember it was thankfully like my mom who was like, you weren't happy, one. And two, like, why don't you use this opportunity to do the thing you really wanted to do, which at the time was I was in New York and I wanted to move to L.A., so she was like, you have severance mm -hmm. and somebody's basically paying for you. Why don't you just move now instead of yeah. twiddling my thumbs in New York? And I was like, you're right. And so I sold everything in two and a half weeks. I moved to uh, L.A. and I'd been in New York forever. So uh, and I came and then like that weird feeling of uncomfortableness mm -hmm. and like what's going to happen pushed me in a way to reach out to people that like I didn't know would eventually end up helping me. And in three weeks, I got a job. And then I was at Fox. And then I went to Disney. And it's like, she mm -hmm. works out, you yeah. know? And like, we always think in the moment, it's not. Mm -hmm. But it's like, life is always going to be like ups, ups and fucking downs. Yeah. And, and you sometimes got to like ride it. But I also don't think like what you said, right? Mm -hmm. Some You got to feel shitty. And you yeah. got to allow yourself to feel shitty. And even if that's like feeling that shame. But then also like, don't dwell in it. And don't be like this is the only reality yeah because in her situation it seems kind of like you got college coming at you yeah know, the thing you really want to do yeah and then most people when they're like doing a master's or something take up another part-time job yeah and there's no shame in that at all like that's yeah. how people fucking survive yeah and there's so many career pivots in general that all i think like time. this is this is something that um like you said like you don't have anyone to support and you're lucky that you have people who can put a roof over your head if it comes down to that and i think like as much as you can um like swallow that pride and then think about how much money do i want to spend on my pride and how much money do i want to spend on things that are actually tangible mm -hmm. and that i need because like to save face and to get an apartment and potentially like rack up credit card debt that you don't really have like a guarantee to pay off immediately. Also, how much of that is the appearance to you? Like, do people even need to know that you moved back in with your parents? Like yeah. if you don't feel comfortable saying that, but like if you're going to spend all this money to get your own apartment and your own place that you really can't afford, how are people even going to know that you did that? Like, Totally. I think you it's I think as much as like we're like, oh, I feel embarrassed about other people seeing all this stuff. I think it's also just knowing that like you don't need to be ashamed or embarrassed of yourself. And so much of like this appearance we try and keep up. Nobody else gives a shit as much as we give a shit about yeah. like what we think like, oh, I think everybody's paying attention and cares right. about this. I'm always like people go off and they go back and live their own lives and nobody yeah. gives a flying fuck what yeah. you're going through. And can I be honest? I always tell people, if I had the opportunity to live with my parents, <laughs> I would totally be living yeah. with my parents and saving money. Like, mm -hmm. I would have no ego about it because, mm -hmm. but my family's in Canada. So, like, example, mm. when I got laid off, I was like, oh, fuck, I gotta, I have nowhere else to go. I gotta yeah. figure this out. And, you know, but again, I always think, like, necessity is a mother of invention. Mm -hmm. And it kind of forces you to think outside the box yeah. in a way. And you're lucky. Yeah. You're lucky you have a home. Enjoy it. Trust me, the people who are, if, if anybody's judging you, it's because secretly inside their parents are mean to them. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and they're like, my fucking parents yeah. would never do that to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I would be that. I'd be like, oh, I'm fucking jealous. I want yeah, to exactly. live with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Will they make me dinner? Will your mom do my laundry? Totally. Will you, no, that's a lot. Will your dad do my laundry? Yeah. Will your 
mom help me with my taxes? Can like, I save this much money on yeah. rent? I've got friends who live with their parents and they they have had like relate partners or friends who've been like, come on, like move it on your own. They're like, first of all, I'm saving so much more money. I'm going to be able to probably buy a house before like you are able to like any of that stuff. I think there's any of that shame. Like you said, it's definitely misdirected yeah. in like a, wow, we would all yeah. be kind of envious and jealous of that. And also know that like as much as you don't have to feel like ashamed of it, it's also... Um, if it you feel better and you feel more confident in in not necessarily telling people, you don't you don't owe anyone an explanation about anything. You don't have to talk about it. But if you feel empowered to talk about it and you want to talk about it with your friends and like let them in and let them know, I think you'll be um pleasantly surprised at how supportive mm-hmm. and how people also probably open up with like the other struggles and shit that they've been through. Yeah, I moved in with my parents in between me like finishing school and then moving mm-hmm. out here, and I. I like I did have a little bit of shame, but I was like, I need to save money before I move. So it was yeah, a here's thing an, for and me. D- does it matter in the big scheme no, now? You're like, no. whatever, man. It was like a tiny blip. I mm-hmm. live yeah. with my parents and and for people who like uh, I don't know about you, Megan, but for like me, I because I don't I don't get to see them mm-hmm. whenever I get to spend time. I'm like, man, I don't know how much time any of us have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just cherish it. Well, on to the next one. It's a really smooth segue. Segue. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Megan, Melissa, and guests. Um, I am calling in because I have an issue with my fiance's mom. So backstory, my fiance and I have been dating for 10 plus years, um, met in high school. He is the best person I've ever met. I love him more than anything. So excited about our wedding, but his mom is making it harder and harder to get excited about. A little backstory about his family. His mom is insanely Catholic, like so much so that I am having a Catholic wedding ceremony just to kind of, not to please her, but just to kind of get her on my good graces and because I know she would probably flip if I didn't. Um, but she keeps bringing up us having children. Now, this is not the first time she has started bringing this up. She's been bringing this up, I mean, even when we were in college about asking when I wanted to have kids and how excited she was to be a grandmother. And I've kind of told her each and every time, the same exact time, I'm not having kids anytime soon. I probably won't have kids until I'm in my 30s. And I'm 25 right now. So that's about five six years, depending on, you know, what happens in our lives. Anyway, it hasn't been as bad until we got engaged. Every time I see her, it, it's the first question she asks. So do you want to have kids yet? Are you excited about having kids? When are you going to have kids? I can't wait to be a grandma, etc. To a point where I have told my fiance to tell her to kind of pump the brakes because it's really stressing me out. I've told her multiple times that I don't want to have kids anytime soon. My fiance and I have both agreed that we wanted to wait to have children, but she keeps harping and keeps bringing it up no matter how many times I can scream it at her, not scream it actually, but like really wanting to scream it at her that I don't want to have kids yet. My fiance and I don't want to have kids yet. So I guess my question is, how do I, I mean, I've said it nicely before, but how do I really kind of heart home this, that I'm not having kids anytime soon and she needs to stop without being a total bitch? Um, thanks so much. I love you guys. Um, be as brutal as you want. I don't care. Rip me to shreds or not. I don't care. But just help. I'm tired of getting asked I'm going to have a child and I might not even want one. So thanks so much. Bye. I feel so bad for you. <laughs> this seems like <laughs> this woman seems... Like, I don't know how, like you said, like, I mean, I haven't actually screamed at her. I don't know how you haven't yet. I would Uh, lose my mind. I was going to say, 
like I I so empathize mostly because I'm like welcome to every brown girl's family That's, like but you guys were talking about that on the episode I listened totally to. yeah. it's like all day every day when are you getting married when are you having kids with I want kids or like basically them being like they want to be grandparents <laughs> yeah. or they want kids around but you know like how yeah. how your life sucks about oh constantly can we set you up with somebody and it never ends so what do you do I mean I literally like just had a thing with my parents where they asked me to be on um, an Indian dating site called uh, this is going to. OK, I know you think that your issue with your mother-in-law is terrible. I I just want to put, put this in perspective. perspective. OK, there's a there's a website called Shadi.com, which literally translates to marriage.com. <laughs> oh and uh, my family has known since I was very young, I don't believe in marriage. I've been yeah. very upfront about it. I'm like, I want a partner. I don't believe in marriage. Um, so, and, and to get a profile on that account is two ways. Either you put one up or your family puts one up and it's called a family run account because in Indian culture, parents are so fucking overbearing. Wait, so you they, could, they could be talking to someone else who's also running a family, family run, account, run account and then both of you are like, I don't want to be here. It's happened to me Shut. before where my parents against my will put up a picture of me and created an account, which was a family run account. <laughs> And then made me go on a date with a guy that my dad was like, also side note, my dad's an astrologer, like he's an actual Ooh, Indian astrologer. Wait, I want to meet your dad. <laughs> oh my God. And so he found my astrologically perfect match wait, on so Shadi.com on a family run account. I might be on your dad's side. <laughs> were you guys no, not no. super but compatible here's the thing. No, because... He fucking had the same name as my brother, and oh all my. I could think was Ooh. fucking my brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And my Hard brother's pass. tall, and he's an engineer, and this guy was tall, engineer, Oof. and had the same name as my brother. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, guys, no. And yeah. then, like, we ended up talking because his family was running the account. My family was running the account. <laughs> so... I just want to put in perspective oh about overbearingness, you know? And so just now... They still tried to convince yeah. me. And so my my dad the other day was like, you know, I just want you to think about it. What are you doing with your life? Let me let me put up some picture. Let me feel. Oh my God. And then I was like, no, dad. And like I've gotten to a point where I've scared them. <laughs> so they they know not to say these things to yeah. me because I just like I'll just go like Off. I see red. And that's just my way of t- like yeah. getting them to. And then, so he knows that he can't convince me. So then he got my mom, who's like my best friend. And the next day, and she knows, don't tell her what to do. So my dad, my mom is like, you know, have you given any thought to maybe what your dad is saying? And I was like, yep. (laughs) Nope. Oh, and wow. and it becomes a point, but but I get it. I, I'm yeah. saying all this because like I so empathize with what she's going mm-hmm. through, that constant. And so then I put up an Instagram story asking like a poll and just being like, how many people are being pressured into shit that they don't yeah. want to be doing? And it was overwhelmingly everybody. Yeah. And then I realized, oh shit, I'm not alone in this. And everybody from all cultures are getting pressured into getting married yeah. and kids. And then it's always the next thing, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, after yeah, your yeah. kids are done, when are you having the second one? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, well, like, when are you getting a house? Or when mm-hmm. do you, I don't know when the fuck it ends. Yeah. And people started telling me, they were like, it never ends. Like, my married friends were like, Tash, just because oh, you get God. married doesn't mean it'll end. Then the kid thing happens, and yeah. that doesn't end. 
So there is some point that I guess you just have to sort of fucking let go and yeah. put down a boundary mm-hmm. and maybe not saying like, hey, I, we don't want to have kids, but saying how it makes you feel. Yeah, that's what I had to do with my mom. Mm-hmm. I just eventually said, hey, ma, like I had to send her a text because I get angry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Speak. I understand that. So I was just like, ma, you guys saying this keeps making me feel like I'm not like I'm some fuck up child mm-hmm. for you. And I just really need you to trust me that in my current state, it's just not what I'm into. Yeah. And and uh, and I don't want to be leading somebody else on and wasting their time when I'm just not in that mm-hmm. space at all. And I but I just basically tell, told her how it makes me feel. Yeah. Then she tried to passively like passive aggressive guilt me. She's like uh, she goes, OK, honey, I, I hear you. Thank you for relieving us of this guilt. <laughs> Like, for sure. Yeah, literally, welcome. I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> That's funny. Moving on, because I'm not going to wow. play into this passive aggressiveness. Yeah. But at some point, you kind of have to put yeah. down. I-, I think, I don't know how you feel about it, but. Yeah. I mean, I-, I think that makes sense, though, because I think, like, even in related to anything else, I think when uh, someone can say something to you and it comes from, like, such a place of love or compassion, but, like, the way that you process it and take it, you're like, I hear what you're saying. I know your intention is not to make me feel like a fuck up or make me feel shitty, but like it does. So what you're saying isn't helpful. This isn't like an encouraging positive thing. This isn't like, a, oh, my parents really want what's, or like anyone, they really want what's best for me. Like, wow, they're just so supportive. It's like, that's your goal. But like the, I, that's not how I'm taking it. And so if that's, let's have, let's, let's talk about something else that could make mm-hmm. me feel that, that how you're trying to make me feel. This is such a more positive way of, I was gonna say, I was just going to be like, just start explicitly talking about your sex life. And make sure you're trying doggy style. And his mom would just think, oh, and then we'll never want to talk about it again. Like yeah, if yeah, you, yeah. cause that's the thing I find with my, my God, it's so funny. My uh, friends who are pregnant and they are like my female, it's, yeah, my female friend, they're the ones yeah. carrying the babies. Um, but uh, they were talking about how funny it is when people, when they were like trying to get pregnant, how everybody's so involved. And I asked them, I was like, is it like super weird when people keep asking about it? Because like, I like love them. I was like, all I can fucking picture is you and your husband fucking. Like, I don't want to think about it. Whatever's like, how is it going? Are you trying? I'm like, you're having sex. Like, I don't like, I love you guys. Like, I don't want to like think about it and picture it. So like in my mind, I'm like, well, what if you really, like people have this like massive separation when it comes to like, oh, like we're trying to have, like, we're not having sex. We're trying to have a baby. I'm like, it's the same fucking thing. You're just like coming inside (laughs) me and like, I'm not on birth control. Like, this is it. So like, it's in my mind, I'm like, make it sexual. And then she'll be like, oh my God. It's like, Lord Jesus. Like, she would stop. be, especially if <laughs> yeah. she's like yeah. mad Catholic. Yeah. She's like, she's like premarital sex. <laughs> exactly. I thought for 10 years, you guys have just been hugging. <laughs> <laughs> like, just long extended eye contact. Yeah. Like, oh my God. It's just been sweet exactly. penny. Yeah. Oh yeah. But not more than three seconds. Like nothing. <laughs> Oh my God. That's funny. So that was well, like my, like, that's a good, yeah, that's also a great way. Just actually, making people uncomfortable completely. because then it's like, oh fuck, like, I don't want to like hear about this anymore. Yes. Um, but also I think like I'm, I, this is obviously in a very different way because like, I don't get it like in like person, like in real life, like from people, like, but if I post any picture of my boyfriend and I, it's like, oh my God, when are you guys getting married? Like, blah, 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 and all of those questions. I'm like, First of all, like we're 25 and no matter where you live in the world, like sure, maybe people get like, I'm going to tell you almost all of my fucking friends are single. If I got married now, everyone would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. we don't even have boyfriends or girlfriends and you're like getting married. Totally. It's like just on a different like level, but like I getting that pressure and 
the one you respond to one person, you have that out there. So it's not like, oh, she's never talked about it. It's like with your mother-in-law, like she's heard you say this before, no matter how many times you say it, your answer isn't changing. So I'm also kind of the believer of being like, if I've said it once, you're going to ask me about something again. I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear you. Yeah. We just change the subject. And it's like, it's not that you're not answering her question because she can't be like, well, you didn't tell me. It's like, well, no, you know, like, you know what my answer is and I'm going to come to you. And even if like it's saying one more time, it's like, I want to let you know that like, like you said, this makes me feel because I think it's like, this makes me, it makes me so excited that you really want to have grandkids and we're really excited to eventually have kids. But I'm just letting you know that like right now, that's not where we're at. And it makes me feel like a fucking like human gestational tank. Like it doesn't make me feel love and appreciate. It makes me feel like I'm just kind of being used for something else later down the road. And I don't want, I want to be able to come to you when I'm pregnant. And I want this to be something that like we can talk about and share, but like right now I just feel like I'm constantly disappointing you and it's making me feel bad about myself when I feel great about myself and where I'm at. But now you're making me think that I shouldn't feel Mm -hmm. good. And I like love you. And I think you're amazing, but I'm just going to say now, this is the last time we're going to talk about this. And when we're ready to have kids, we're going to let you know, if you don't hear anything, we're not ready yet. And I'll come to you. But like the next time that you ask about it, I don't want to come across as a bitch, but I'm or rude. Maybe she'll yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Satan will come down if you say <laughs> the word the bitch B word, the B word, and just be like, I'm not going to talk about this again. So if you bring it up, don't take this the wrong way and don't take it as me being rude. But I just need to protect myself and my yeah. self-worth and my self-esteem. And I'm just not going to answer. And I'm just going to change the subject. Yeah. And eventually, I think hopefully, hopefully she'll like get. Board. I'm just gonna say, like, don't get pressured by it. Yeah, if it's what you want, to live. yes, have a kid. Like, have it when the time feels right, and that's what you want. Completely. But like that pressure of everyone telling you to, I think it's like that's the stuff that like I mean at least for me like that's the stuff that stands in my mind is all these people mm-hmm. commenting to me telling me to get married I'm like yeah, no one I know in real life has ever been like hey you should get married now nobody but I'm like oh it's a bunch of like 11 year olds from Minnesota who are like get married and I'm like oh maybe they're right I'm like yeah. well none of my friends have been like do you know what I mean it's like this oh, yeah. it's this aspect that like we can kind of stick onto those things totally. that also I don't know as the humans I think we're very good at like second guessing ourselves and so when someone says something you're like oh that's not what I wanted you're like oh god is the and you spiral down that whole thing but yeah. stay strong with it also know that your fiance uh he's on your side and then have him like also lay down the law with his mom yeah too. I think he's gotta definitely yeah. say something because yeah. he can't be a pussy about it yeah and does he have like a brother who could like have a baby or something so like take Somebody the pressure else take off it. of you yeah yeah yeah, that's 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 yeah. a good call. It's a good time. Pass the book. Yeah. Well, let me know what happens. And if you do, I don't know what state you're in, but if it's legal to record people without their consent, I would love if you could record the first time you tell your mom, like <laughs> really just like explicit shit or your mother-in-law. That would make my fucking life. I would love it. I would That'd just love awesome. to hear it. She just, just actually gets struck down by like, is it lightning <laughs> that Satan has or fire? What does he have? Does he's he have? I don't know, man. I'm brown. I don't know. Oh, he strikes <laughs> up though, right? Does he strike up? Because he's down You're there. You're talking about Satan? Yeah. Doesn't Satan. Oh God. No, God is mad at you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I think Satan, you just burn in hell. My little understanding of it. <laughs> Satan's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, Satan's a big fan of me. Like he, what so I'm saying you, to you, meant was he's my hype God man. would strike you down. God would strike you down. Yeah. The same would welcome you with open arms. <laughs> uh, like, come on in with the threesomes. Yeah. Have the threesomes come here, here. Nasty, nasty bitch. Here's a nice fireplace. Oh my God, I'll meet the- you there. <laughs> I will 100% oh meet you there. Should we go on to the next? Hi, Megan. I am 24 years old and I love your podcast. And I thought I would call in um, with my own issues. So I graduated from college two years ago. 
and uh, my boyfriend and I have been dating for four years now. I Once I graduated, I got a job in my hometown and ended up moving back home. However, my parents don't live in this house anymore. So because my job is really close, they allowed me to technically live at home. And I pay for some of the small little bills since I don't make that much money. But, you know, it's great because I don't have to pay rent and stuff like that. So my boyfriend graduated a year after me and also got a job in a similar town. And we've been living together ever since. The reason why I'm calling is because they don't know that we live together in their house because they would definitely not approve. My parents are very traditional and believe that me and my boyfriend should be married before we move in together. And we do want to be married um, and we do want to be together, but we don't necessarily believe that we have to be married first. Uh, my parents are coming this summer to visit. And um, thankfully, his friend has allowed him to crash at his place and um, he will no longer be in the home when they come. But I do want to talk to my parents about me living with my boyfriend without their permission. Now, I'm really concerned about having this conversation because my parents are very protective and they control a big part of my life. Just as a little bit of backstory, they pretty much picked my major and pretty much picked the field that I work in. And I feel like I really don't have a lot of autonomy. And just the idea of sitting down with them and telling them that I want to live with my boyfriend and there's nothing wrong with that really stresses me out. But at the same time, I don't want my boyfriend to feel like you know, upset at me because he's so understanding and is so great because he um, has been encouraging to me and so supportive during this time. But at the same time, I feel like I do need to stand up for our relationship. Um, I just need some advice about how to go about this conversation because I do want to still live at home with him because it'll give us so much, it'll give us so much like the ability to save money and not having to pay rent and we still want to pay bills. It's not like I just want my my boyfriend and I to freeload off of them. Like we want to contribute to the household. We want to um, help with some of the renovations because it is an older home and we do have plans on like what we want to do with the kitchen and things like that. But I just need kind of advice on how to confront my very traditional and um, stifling parents, if you will. Wait, so let me <sighs> just get, she and him have been living in the parents' house. Yeah. With the parents there. No, the no, parents they, aren't there. Yeah, they, they have the, another place. Oh, the parents okay. pay for it like, and they pay, happening? I'm assuming utilities is yeah. what they're paying. Got it. So they're both living there for free. If you, I'm going to be honest with you, I think if you tell your parents, they're going to kick both they're of you out. They're going to kick both of you out. So I think sure. you need to decide. And like, I live with my boyfriend, you know, in sin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we already knew I was guy. Yeah. Um, but so we live together, but I, I, and so I'm not saying that like, oh, you shouldn't live together. I don't, but I think at the end of the day, like if you want to do something that is against um, your parents' wishes, you can't be financially tied to them. Like in that, and we've had callers like that before where it's like, I want my boyfriend to come over whenever, but I live with my parents and they don't like it. It's like, well, tough shit. Like, yeah. Then yeah, totally. I, think, like, I agree. Yeah. I think like you have every right to want to live with your boyfriend. I think it totally, like yeah. you don't need to be engaged clearly. Like I'm very on that side, but if that's your, that's the lifestyle and the life choice that you want to make, you also have to fund that and pay for that. And so am I telling you just to like lie to your parents? Yeah. Yeah. Am I yeah. also saying run that scam? Yeah, run that <laughs> fucking scam. First of all, yeah. you guys have it good. Yeah. You're saving money. 
I wouldn't, I, but here's the thing though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get into renovating. Mm. I wouldn't do anything no, like no, that. No. I wouldn't give any sort of suspicion of like, where is she getting this like money and like, who's doing this with her or anything like that. I would keep the lie fucking going. And then I would just save the money that you would put into renovations or do anything like that to then get, get your own place. Yeah. I would also change the locks, pretend someone broke in and don't give your parents a new key. Yeah. Cause that's my biggest fear is like, he's going to be there. Also he, it should be like the bachelor every night he packs his bags. So if they come, he can just like throw them out the fucking window and get out of there. Yeah. Like where's all his stuff? Is he moving like all his clothes to his friend's house and all his belongings that are out at your house? Like Like, he needs to act, he needs to live like a squatter. That's what I'm saying. Like, but when they come visit, like, Oh, you have to not have stuff there. I mean, I hope you did all, to hide it. I'm telling yeah. that this, this Best, just sounds like such a low-key Indian girl move because like <laughs> this is the shit we had to pull like I was with my boyfriend four years my parents didn't know to like the very we've end had callers yeah we call yeah in like that yeah because you're like I don't know but, yeah you know I agree with you if she if if you do want to have the talk which I do think eventually you're yeah. gonna have to but then you have to take you have to go with the repercussions of that mm-hmm. or you have to be OK with the repercussions that they might just be like, get the fuck out of my house mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it's us or him. Like, yeah, that might come down to it. So if you don't want to <laughs> deal with that, definitely just keep it low key till mm-hmm. what I did is you break your parents yeah, and you break their spirit by them thinking you have no hope. <laughs> yeah. And then and then you like, look right who now I she's found. Tw- that's what I mean, because right yeah. now she's 24. So they're yeah. like, oh, she's got time. And yeah. Fucking keep that lie yeah. going for Ooh. a couple more years. And then they're like, oh, oh, shit she's not finding it sure yeah you whoever, whoever you have wait, you want to live with him they, okay live with him yeah. i think that's a good call yeah do they know that he exists though <laughs> that's yeah that's what yeah. i was gonna say i don't know if they because if they know he, he exists you okay they might be suspicious already. they might be yeah. and then if they yeah. are you need to every you fucking have to change the locks yeah you have to make him like change up like the deodorant he wears you need to like go <laughs> in there with wearing him. dove baby yeah. powder you too. need to like <laughs> vacuum everything like he needs to dye his hair your color and grow it out that length so they find hair like you have to fucking like like hardcore ninja like jedi mind trick this shit yeah. Otherwise, like it's gonna blow up in your face, or tell them and say we'll pay rent. But you can't. They, but they're, can't yeah, they're saying they they're trying to save I money. I know. It's I know. like that's a hard position for him to be in, though, too, yeah. right? Because like he feels like he he's got no free home. Rent. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, been bitch, there. Better shut and up. it's a that, house. Yeah, shut up. It's you're a right. House. You are fucking right. Yeah. Actually, you're right. Apartment. I would just be like, I bet they have a backyard. Yeah. yeah. If he got mad at me, I'd be like, boo. Yeah. You gotta go. Where are we gonna live? So, but I think it needs to be like this like you guys have like a really great like it's also kind of like you know hot and sexy where it's like oh we're being secretive you have a really great thing happening right now but like it's only going to it's only going to be so great for so long and i wouldn't say like don't enjoy it but really use it as a stepping stone of being like okay we're getting away with this it's like we're fucking getting away with murder we have to fucking save money as fast as possible and get out of here because this is too good to be fucking true and like it's gonna blow up in our faces yeah yeah, yeah. so i think you need to like work as fast as possible um yeah, i think they yeah. know <laughs> you do yeah, yeah do. there's a good they've chance. been dating for four years she's been graduated for two years he's been living there a year like i think if they don't, they at least know that he's spending the night. I was oh, going to say, they yeah. definitely know. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, I'm like, what do you care after that? Yeah. yeah. Well, like, they're like forever. paying for their sex pad. It's time for a break, guys. And uh, uh, we'll be right back. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods, I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help If you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating, hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, Most of us are not 
getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you 
and listed it as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller, and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> when I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Boland Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Boland Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. we are back from our break and uh let's hop into the rest of the calls um i'm 18 years old and my boyfriend is 21 he just turned 21 um he has a best friend who was dating my best friend for the last year uh well no they broke up a year ago so they dated the first year of our relationship it was really fun and we did a lot of double dates but since they've broken up he still tags along with just my boyfriend and i um it's gotten to the point where i brought it up to my boyfriend about how i want a little bit more time just him and I and without having it as kind of like a group date and just kind of my boyfriend and I. Um, my boyfriend doesn't think there's a problem with it. He thinks it's fun when his friend comes. Um, he thinks that we do have enough alone time. And he thinks he would be mean if he brought up to his friends. Um, his friend kind of knows that it bothers me um, because he's texted my boyfriend stuff like, you know, um, I don't know if I should come if she's there and stuff like that. I don't want to make her mad. It's not that it makes me mad. I do love a friend. I just want more time just us. Um, he literally comes to all of our dinners, all of our movie dates. It doesn't seem about my boyfriend or his friends, and neither of them see a problem with it. So I really need advice on how to bring it up again to him. I brought it up about three times now, and it doesn't seem like anything is going to change, but it definitely does really affect my happiness, and it makes me feel like I'm not as important as a friend. I want us to be equal, but he sees his friend seven days a week, and he sees me usually three, and even those three days, his friend has to be there. Wow. Yeah, that's like a, like the epitome of a third wheel. Yeah. Like, I think you're the third wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Like, I think, like, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's odd. I mean, I, I definitely, like, they also broke up. That was the part that like, so him and his ex-girlfriend who you guys used to hang out with broke up a year ago. So they dated a year before. So like, I would say my, in high school, uh, my boy, when my boyfriend and I broke up, like I definitely invited myself to, but like I invited myself to everything that my boyfriend, my best friend and her boyfriend did. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was like very nice about it. He was even nicer about it. He was like, yeah, for sure. The more the merrier. And she's like, can you like, like not be around all the fucking time? But it was me. I was the one instigating it. And you know, like it wasn't like they were being like, come on it, like yeah, all the yeah. time. And why and it, were you doing that? Because I was newly single and like mm. hella fucking lonely, but it didn't like last that long. Mm. Like it was one of those things that it was kind of like, I, it was the end. I think it was, uh, no, I don't know. It was some point in time where I was just like, just hanging out with them a bunch. Um, but it didn't last. It was kind of like, oh, I was really sad about my breakup. And like, it's when you're young and you're sad about your break or whatever, you want to hang out with your friends. If your friend is a boyfriend, it's like, okay, well, I'm sure I'm going to hang out yeah, with you yeah. guys for a couple of weeks. But like, that seems like it's ongoing. Yeah. And they see each other seven days a week. Like, I'm definitely all for like, I get the bromance thing because like, yeah. you know, dudes get like that. Girls can get yeah. like that. But there definitely is like a little if he's coming to 
every like, do you guys have date and dinner? He's like, sitting in the room. That's what I'm wondering. Like, does Honest, he watch when you fuck? Yeah, I was going to be like, if it was me, I'd just embrace it and invite him. In. Shut up. Wait, that's actually <laughs> yeah. the way to get your boyfriend. <laughs> yep. Unless they've got like a romance thing in your that's boyfriend. Yes. But if your boyfriend's like super, super, super hetero, like yeah. that's the way you get it. And be like, yeah. you know what? Like maybe we invite him to like do like yeah. some other stuff with Since us. Since you enjoy him being <laughs> around oh my so God. much. He's like, never fucking mind. You never see him again. Yeah. You never see that guy <laughs> totally. ever again. You know, wow. if he's just going to be around, I feel like we should put him to yeah. use. Yeah. Like 100%. for the movies, yeah. you know, maybe I'll make out with you. Yeah. Yeah. For like yeah. find them again yeah. with him. He, he can finger bang me while yeah. I'm <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I just love that. Just making this is the theme of this episode is like how to get what you want. Make people so uncomfortable <laughs> that you trick them into it. Don't say how you really feel. That's not working. Clearly, not at all. Clearly, this is why people call girls crazy because we say how we feel, then you don't listen to us. And they're like, "Well, fuck now! I have to well, go no, in that elaborate fucking scheme." Yeah. Oh my god! Or you know what? Try to get set him up with some other girl. Yeah, that's get, a good try call. to get try to find him mm-hmm. some other date. Because, I mean, t- there's yeah. Tinder and shit. There's lots yeah. going on. Convince him of that. Get him out of your hair. And if you guys are having sex, <laughs> this is going to be classic, like, crazy female. I think you need to, like, your boyfriend is having his cake and eating it, too. I think it can be like, you know what? Like, I don't know. I just didn't. I don't really feel in the, if he's like you sleep over there or whatever. And like maybe they're roommates or whatever. And you're like, I just like don't really feel in the mood. Like tonight, it doesn't really that like make it be like, no, you can't hang out with me and your bro and keep doing this, all the yeah. fucking time. And then like be like, oh, we're going to come home. We're going to have sex. You're like, yeah. So we're just friends because yeah, like. Yeah. I like four. Let's. I hate the word foreplay, but whatever. Like especially like female for, foreplay or whatever doesn't just start with like making out or whatever. Like I need to be in the mood mentally. If oh, I'm not totally. in the mood mentally, and if that means we're like fucking watching like uh like super bad with your bros, and you guys are all like smoking out of a six foot bong, like you know what? I'm not thinking. Can't wait to bone my boyfriend yeah, yeah. later. Like completely romantic date. Like something that has and not even necessarily like. I don't know, like just just in a way that like you can still be flirty and like sexy when it's just you and him, because like I'm sure at least I would. I'd feel like a fucking idiot trying to be sexy in front of like my boyfriend and his friend. Yeah, like, your girlfriend. She's trying totally. so hard. You're like, duh, OK, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, God, I mean, it's 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 sweet that the you know, that you guys are being nice to him. But it is it does seem God like a tad loose. much. But, but like, why does he, he want to be there? But, but he's also said, like, I don't want to come. It would be weird. And the boyfriend's like, no, come. Are they are they yeah. having issues? Like as know. in as in maybe the boyfriend doesn't want to be alone with her. I don't yeah. want to put that idea in your head, but maybe that's something yeah. to ask. Like what's really mm-hmm. going on? Yeah, because it's just it's odd. If if you feel uncomfortable, you've made it clear you're uncomfortable. He your boyfriend's friend has said that like he also can sense that it's a little bit uncomfortable and your boyfriend's like, no, 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 we're all good. Like, why is he, why is he on your, his friend's side, not yours? Like, why isn't he backing that up? You know, maybe like coming up with some compromise, like maybe he comes out one day Mm -hmm. and then two days you guys have your own thing. Mm -hmm. Cause there's gotta be some balance to that. If he's there all the time, it's legit. Weird. Weird. And maybe, maybe it's one of those things that like he invites if if I want to know how the plans are being made, like are you guys making plans, and is then he his friend going along, and is your boyfriend then inviting him, or is it are they making plans and then they're inviting you? Like maybe mm. you just like you you don't instigate plans, you don't make plans at all, and then if your boyfriend's like, hey, we're gonna go come do this, like we're we're all gonna be doing this, be like no, no, I'm good, and yeah. then realize like oh, he never asks you to hang out one on one because mm-hmm. in my in 
there are so many times that like, I think this happens a lot with guys with like, no, 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 I am doing that thing. And you're like, no, no, you're not, but I'm going to show you, you can't see it because when I tell you that I'm just being an asshole. Mm-hmm. So like, instead I'm going to be like, oh no, I'm going to say no to these other things. And you're going to be like, oh, I guess maybe I am not doing that thing. Like maybe I'm not, we're not hanging out alone because now I realize that the only time that maybe the only time that you guys are hanging out alone, you're instigating it. Or it's the end after like the end of the night after, mm-hmm. oh, ow, after mm-hmm. you've already hung out with his friends. And so yeah. if you don't give the opportunity, like put the ball in his court in the sense of being like, you also shouldn't be the one who has to like force him to want to hang out with you one-on-one. Agreed. And then he needs to also instigate it. And if he real, and then also if he like is fine with not, and like you realize that, I think you need to a, let them go live happily ever like after. At that end, like at 21, he's, he should be wanting to just bang you all I the know, time. Right? Like my boyfriend at that age was like mm-hmm. trying to be alone with me. I was like, dude, like <laughs> fucking kicking him away. Like yeah. let me oh, breathe yeah, a little, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of strange that he's mm-hmm. always, and mm-hmm. I remember being like, like my you know boyfriends friends or we were all so close we all Mm -hmm. hung out like the boys hung out with us all the time but he also was like all right no i want to be alone like he so it's it's definitely something else go i feel like there's something else going on i i think so also because like your friend is a cock block in that age at that age it's like all about like no man don't fucking cock block me like so i have to say you know don't have sex withhold the sex and not even like oh i'm not having but just like being like you know what like this i'm not really in the mood because like i don't know i just felt kind of like one of the boys today and make him i don't want to say make him work for it but like i think make him realize that he needs to make space for her and if he wants to make the effort you need to see now if the relationship is where it's at and has progressed where it's at because of the effort that you've put in or has he put an effort too yeah and it's super hard as somebody who's a total control freak and like i'm okay with putting in a lot of effort and it's like i sometimes would rather put in effort and reap the benefits than not like have that like there's my like Leo ego thing of being like, I don't want to feel rejected. So I'd rather make the plans versus wait for someone else to do yeah. it. But it's it's all that's going to do when you overcompensate for other people's like shortcomings. It's going to ha- it's going to come clean at the end of the day. Like it's exhausting. Like you can't eventually ever do that. Well, let us know what happens. I would yeah. love to know. We definitely agree. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. And they might be in love. And if they are hey. in love. I would love to. I would. I'm just. I would want to be part of the throuple. That's. I think that. I think you have to suggest that. And then also, but that imagine though, it's funny. You suggest that, and, and then like, he's like, "Yeah, for sure." And then you're like, "Oh my god, no, never mind. It's all, all I need to know. I'm out. I'm fucking out." No, or you're. Into I it. would be into it. Like I'm yeah. serious. But I don't think she's into it. No. Also, her unless her friend, she's just not open to but it. But her yet. friend used to date him, and then what if she? Her friend is like, "Wait, so you guys are all dating now?" It's been well, a year. Yeah, I was going to say, and he's been oh, around true. every time. Yeah, might sure as well just make it, it official. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So Open funny. your mind. And <laughs> all the other holes in your body, because now you got two yeah. dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it time for the next one? Hi, Megan. So I'm 19, and I'm actually from Germany, but right now studying in Poland. Um, I'm studying medicine for the next three years here, and then moving back to Germany. And I'm calling because at the beginning of my studies, I met this guy and we dated for like two months. And after we broke up, he was very, very hurt. Um, He's a very emotional guy and his best friend also was very jealous while we were together because he had the feeling that my ex-boyfriend didn't spend enough time with him. Um, he spent too much time with me and afterwards we actually stayed friends for the next two to three weeks and then we went on a vacation with like six other friends we went skiing 
And after that, they didn't talk to me anymore. They talked about me to other people. And also the people that I met through them, because they already lived here a year longer than I did, they also stopped talking to me and the people from my um, school, from my university, they already have a lot of groups and I have like two good friends here, but because of the breakup and what especially the best friend is telling about me, I have the feeling that I can't really get to know people because I, it just does not feel right to go up to them and say, hi, do you want to do something this evening? Or do you want to hang out sometime? It's, it's, it just, it feels weird to me. And it's also not very easy for me because I'm living like 700 kilometers away from home now. I'm home every four weeks and I'm very close to my family. So that's also not very easy. And my question is, how can I cope with things like finding friends at university, even though already people heard a lot of stories behind my back? Or how do I cope with the situation with my ex-boyfriend and his best friend and yeah, it would be great if you could give me some advice about that. I love your podcast. That's why I'm calling in and wanting your advice. And thank you for helping me. I mean, my first theory is this best friend either is in love with you or is in love with your ex-boyfriend. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, he's this is like, dick. I I think also as much as like gossip and all that stuff like that, it feels really isolating and it like really, really hurts. Um. Also, just try and put yourself in the position of thinking like I've definitely had people who like gossiped and told me about like shit about other people that I'm always that I'm like, why are you fucking telling me? Like, I don't care. But like, usually if someone's got you're like, oh, smile and nod. So I think like regardless of the fact that like he's told all of these people, if there's a couple of people in that friend group that you've actually felt really close to, like know that they probably don't give a shit. Like, I think there's a lot of like saving face of awkwardness that because that those friendships are a little older that they're not going to be like why are you gossiping man but like it's in one ear out the other kind of shit yeah so I wouldn't I wouldn't stress too much about that I've dated and I said this on the podcast where I did my freshman year uh I like met a guy at orientation who is oh he was like a senior or junior and we started dating like literally like day like three or four of my freshman year and so that's how everyone knew me. So like I was introduced and I like, this was like, oh, this is this girl's dating him and him. And by the time that I, like we broke up, I was like, oh my fucking God. Like I don't have like, A, people already only know me as your ex-girlfriend. And you also have seniority here. Like you have all these friends, like it felt awkward and it felt weird to like make new friends. But that's when I just like switched and went to a different frat. And like as much as it feels sucky and I again, like the winning, the relation, the breakup or whatever, that you like all those friends and you invested that time and that energy. That doesn't mean that those people aren't going to be your friends later on. But take like a solid step and break away and find some people who don't necessarily know him that well. Find some people that you can have those new relationships with. Even if they knew him, they knew that you dated, that they don't have like, oh, I feel have this loyalty to him that Mm -hmm. I can't talk to you in that way. You know? Yeah, no, totally. I, I, I almost also, I'm also sort of sensing with her that this might be about something deeper for her. Mm-hmm. I think it's like she's away from home. Oh, so yeah. there's like a lot of that insecurity that's just like natural that's mm-hmm. building up. So I think like she might be telling herself a story that's not reality. Yeah. Like nobody likes me. They've heard all this stuff. But it seems like just go take the shot, mm-hmm. you know, of like going up to your to those other people and being like, hey, man, you want to... Uh, 
hang out this weekend or whatever. If you notice that it's like a continuous pattern, don't take the truth as like a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Take it like the truth is a gift. You found out that those aren't the right people for you and move on. Like, but, but the, the big thing is like, don't give somebody else the power Mm -hmm. to take take away enjoyment and mm-hmm. joy in your life that's the part you control yeah. you don't control what anybody any fucking dick because mm-hmm. he's literally a dick does out there but you control how you react to it so like yeah. don't give him that fucking power he's a douche yeah and it vets those people like if those people are going to like hear some lame gossip and be like oh yeah i'm not gonna speak yeah. to her anymore i'm like cool you don't want to be those that's what friends i'm saying yeah. anyway because like, that happened to me in high school too like my my first boyfriend he, um, I literally only dated him for a month and a half. And this kind of like this, I think she said two months, yeah. right? Um, and he went around after that, like, we didn't do anything. Yeah. I was so young and like, I wasn't allowed to go out or mm-hmm. anything. So he ended up telling people he did a bunch of shit with me that he didn't yeah. do, like sexually. Oh, high school boys. Right? And, um, and I remember, like, suddenly half of the school stopped talking to me. Yeah. And it was like, and he was, you know, he was a, a white Italian kid and I'm Indian. And there became this race war that suddenly went on oh that Holy like suddenly shit. it became like a, oh, like all my brown and black friends used to come up to me and say like, oh, uh, you, you, so we're like, we're not good enough for you. And I'm like, huh? And then other girls, like his crew would say, oh, he's with like a brown girl. Like it just became oh, this yeah. weird thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I you're remember like, FYI, my parents don't let me out of the house. When, <laughs> when did we have sex? I, but I'm always like lucky because I, it did, it got, it got to me a lot at a point when I remember being like, oh my God, who are you people? Like, mm-hmm. I thought you were my friends. Yeah. But then I realized like, oh my God, it's so much better. I know this shit about these people and I can move on. And then I found other friends Mm -hmm. that had heard stuff, but didn't give a shit. And they like liked me for me. And like they, you know, they were like my band of brothers, to Mm -hmm. be honest with you. And, and uh, it got me out of my shell and created a new set of friends. And then I ended up meeting my four-year boyfriend as a result of that. But it wouldn't have happened if like I didn't get out of my circle Mm -hmm. and take the truth as like a gift I was and like those are the good. those people who aren't listening they're the quietest ones the loudest ones the ones who are like oh fuck you you're a fucking slut you're a fucking whore it's Completely. all those things and it feels all-encompassing because like that's the loudest voices in the room that's yeah. what you're surrounded by but you're like oh if I take a step back out of this circle of people I'm gonna realize that there's all these other people around it and I'm just I'm in this little pocket of people who care and there's all these other people around who know but don't believe it or don't give a shit Completely. like and it's hard when it's those people who you also, it feels, it's betraying. It feels like, oh, these yeah. are the ones that I was friends with and I knew and I trusted. And you of all people shouldn't believe gossip. Yeah. Like it should be people who don't know me. And I think that's a lot of the time, like this is happening in person with you, but like, you're not there. Like, yeah. it's like, this is like a hater in real life situation of being like, when you confront people who like, talk, I'm very confrontational. Yeah. And not like when, if someone's talking shit, I'm like, Hey, can we, like I heard, and it's so much of, Oh my God, fuck. I didn't know that, that you were going to know that was me. And I also assumed that you would never approach me about it. And it, it completely blows up in their face. Exactly. And so I think like, if you can take that and I know that that's like so scary because you do feel like you don't have the upper hand here, but you also did mention that you had two really good friends already two friends is more friends than I had in college. Like I think that it can feel, 
it can feel like your friend circle has like completely like, I don't know, like gone down to, mm-hmm. by like 99%. Oh. And so it feels like your world is a lot smaller. But when you can invest in those people that like really, like you were saying with your friends, like the ones who actually really care about you and all of that right. stuff, I think you're going to realize that like, oh, when I, I can give them one, re- I can tell them like, cut the fucking bullshit. This is not, this is not true. This is not how it is. And then you ignore it. And it's going to suck for the next girl that is, but it's going to move on. It's going to happen again. This happens all the time. Totally. Just don't be the victim in the situation. I don't, I don't like when people are pushing other people around. Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't, don't let them. Yeah. And what's the worst that's going to happen? You don't have friends. Okay, fine. It's the same situation you're in now. You have two cool friends and that's Mm -hmm. all you need. Like, I agree. They don't want a reaction that they're going to, they want to see you break down. But the second you stand up for yourself, I think they're going to crumble. And if not, and they are still an asshole, then it's like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. I don't care. And then that's like, well, I don't give a shit. And like, go, to, go have piece. that talk in like a truly empowered way. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that is for you. I think you and yeah. I are like kind oh, of yeah. stronger and tougher. So, I, you know, it's like, excuse me, fucking uh-huh. say that to my face, yeah. you know. But if that's not your style, mm-hmm. empowerment just comes from like owning whatever words it is you want to say to that person. So yeah. going up to them and even if that's, hey, I'm hearing these things. Why are you saying this? Mm-hmm. You like you said, he might just be so thrown that mm-hmm. she even had the the like balls to yeah. come up and say that, that he'll, he'll be like, oh, and then kind of challenge that. Yeah. Like, dude, why are you saying this? You shouldn't be doing whatever is right for you. Yeah. We're going on to don't blame them. This is when our listeners will call in with their own advice from previous episodes. So if oh, somebody was nice. like, oh, my boyfriend and I were squatting in my parents' house for three years here's how we did it they would call in and tell us i love it give more we've got somebody from the episode with um (gasps) rose we've got somebody that's calling we had somebody that called in that said that they um were into somebody that had murdered accidentally murdered someone it was her ex-boyfriend accidentally murdered someone take in mind get get ready so this accidental murder he's a good christian boy so that's (laughs) just fyi um so he was she kept reiterating the caller that he was a really good christian boy and that he had she found out through his they had broken up already and um she hadn't heard about him in a while but then she heard from his mom who was like you should go check his facebook when she asked him at the grocery store asked her at the grocery store like how is he so she checked his facebook but oh he doesn't have a facebook it's his wife's facebook so she checked his wife's facebook and through the facebook status she found that he had accidentally murdered someone and was serving he's been convicted is in jail like he's been charged guilty for um accidental murders also her term not the jury didn't rule not that the actual, yeah, yeah. Wow. then she was like should I reach out to him like I just feel like this connection to him like I really feel like I just like what do I do like how do I get back in contact with him and then I mean what we didn't say on I mean we, it's safe to say she doesn't fucking listen to the episode anymore but like what we did like fetish for murder I was like that's that's all this is like it was insane so what the fuck is this one about oh my. I'll just listen Hi, Megan and Mel. So I'm sending this message because I'm currently watching the episode, the most recent episode with Adam Rose. And um, someone called in to give their own advice about the girl whose ex killed someone. And you were super excited thinking that maybe they were in the same situation, but it turned out that they wasn't. So I have an ex-boyfriend that murdered someone. A long, long time ago, we were together. So I'm 32 now and I was maybe 15, 16, I think, when we were together. Um, And then when I was around, I think, 20 years old, I was working in Italy and I got a phone call from like all of my family and my best friend telling me that he had been sent to prison for murdering an old lady. Um, And he subsequently killed himself. But... um, 
this girl that's thinking of reconnecting with her ex, like, come on, get a grip. I'm sorry, I know I'm harsh, but the dude fucking killed someone for Christ's sake. Like, walk away, walk far away. You don't want anything to do with someone like that. Like, hello, get some reality because that's just insane. I am so fucking happy that, well, my ex didn't kill me, for example, and I managed to, you know, escape that one. Like, stay away. Come on. Anyway, that's my thing. And I thought you'd like to hear from someone who actually was kind of in the same situation. Have a good day. Love the podcast. Love your videos. Bye. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the original call was in the episode with Nikki Limosh. And so this caller is responding to another caller's advice. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, I this is so mean, but I'm like, you literally dodged a bullet. Like, like an actual bullet. Yeah, like or the back of totally a gun. Intended. Or a candlestick I mean, in the, the foyer. <laughs> like you dodged a lot. I've made that joke so many times this week. It's my go-to. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. Does it make you do you think anyone that you've ever dated to could have killed somebody? Uh, yeah, there's a good chance of I, I was in a really abusive psycho relationship like, yeah. with a sociopath. Like he's a legit yeah. actual sociopath. And I remember near the end, he told me he had a gun. Oof. And I was like, oh, what God. the fuck have you yeah. been? You know, and he is kind of like he was yeah. a loose fucking cannon. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's something somebody something <sighs> he's done out there. I think it's so crazy, though, like the amount of like I've told so many friends about this episode. And we've talked about it and almost all of my friends have somebody that they've dated that they're like, oh, I definitely have this guy that I dated that. Oh. Could. And I'm like, God, and, it's, and it always is happening like in the young 20s. Oh, always, and I'm yeah. like, God, what the fuck were we all doing? I remember this crazy ex. He actually said to me, um, uh, this is when I was like, OK, I think there's something up. Um, he said to me, there's a song, the Eminem and Rihanna song that came oh, out. Love and, the way you lie. Yes. And so he goes, you know, that song. And it says, uh, if you ever tried to w- walk out again, I'd tie you to this bed and set this house on fire. He's like, that's how I feel with you. And I was like, romantic. That's okay. literally what I said. Goodbye. I was like, that's romantic. But he was like in my house at the time. So I was like, uh-huh. God. and like, just super like don't mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. instigate this person right now but like i had to come up with the yeah. whole plan to get myself oh, out of that oh, relationship yeah. because he was psycho oh that's always how it happens yeah. the whole like now you have to like let all your friends know this oh is the plan god. we're all on this yeah, yeah. but don't god. go back oh my god no. it's just attraction it's just fucking lust yeah. to go get some fucking dick somewhere yeah. else or vagina and- whatever you're into look this person murdered somebody we're not here to say you know that's like for a court of law to say if good or bad person well, okay that's not what we're here contending it's that you can think you can like somebody and not be with them. Oh, yeah. You can even love somebody and not be with them. Watch the Ted Bundy movie. Exactly. You're like, like all right, just see the person for for yeah. what they are. And you can still love them from afar. Mm-hmm. If, if you still are like trying yeah. to go that route. Or like, join a cult. I can't get over the love, you know? Like, There's, yeah. Do something else. Not that you should join no, a cult. No, do cult. not or join go, a cult. You no, know, but rock. I mean, like, at <laughs> that point. Go rock climbing. Go do another yeah. activity that expends some of that I just, energy that's clearly in you. I'm more mean, join a cult in the sense of being like, no, they would not join a cult. Like, would you Find join a cult? Do you know what I mean? To like, be obsessed. Yes. Yeah. Like, I if do, there's a but level I just of, have to. I know. Don't join a cult. <laughs> but I mean, like, if you're like, if you're making this guy the exception, like, 
would you date any other like don't make him the exception like would yeah. you would you join a cult where like you're cool with someone murder like something like that like pick these other things are in the same field like would you do that like why are you making an exception yeah. for like this one fuck boy from like when you were 16 i mean i also don't want to get too too deep about it but like maybe there's something that you need to discuss oh that was our entire one or definitely yeah. you know talk to a I was therapist like, you got to shoot like, so you need there's to go to something therapy. i go to therapy twice a week you need to go oh to yeah i go i go once a week yeah. i love it Oh, wow. What a time. Well, that's it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Promo your shit. Oh my God. Thank you. First, how fucking awesome are you guys? Oh my God. You're awesome. No, you're fantastic. We have to have you back on. This is so great. No, you have to come on. Oh my God. I I love talking. (laughs) Clearly. Um, Yeah. You can follow me at Natasha Chandel on Instagram. um, And the podcast is Kind of Dating across the board, wherever you get your podcasts. And we're at Kind of Dating on all social media. Hell yeah. And for international people, we have kindadating.com now. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the international. Yeah. We love all the internationals. Um well, if you guys enjoyed this podcast uh and you liked it, um rate us. We are everywhere. We can find where else we are on don't blame me. show. And then if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, don't blame meme pod. And our Patreon has released. Um, check it out. Join the team. Join the club. It's like a cool cult, but it's not a cult because like it's Stop way more fun. cult. <laughs> it's a group. It's a group. I know. I just read an article about cults. Can you tell? Yeah. My BuzzFeed has really been catered to me. Also, my BuzzFeed article, like my BuzzFeed homepage is currently in French. So there's only a few, like I just go based on pictures right now. So that's what I've been doing. Um, uh, check it out there. It's fun time. Lots of chats, lots of exclusive stuff. So much exclusive clips. So a lot of stuff, from, even from this episode, mm-hmm. that you guys have missed out on. So, uh, yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network.